Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. It's Brad and Jana. Um, we want to welcome you into our home. And um, this morning we were we were just spending our time with the Lord. And I uh, was led to read in Daniel one just about Daniel when he was brought before the king and how um, he had purposed in his heart. Uh, Daniel chapter one verse eight. It says, "But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself." And it just jumped out at me, um, just that scripture verse that he made a commitment to himself that he was not going to compromise his belief in his God and his standards and his morals. And I was thinking about today in society that there is so many things out there that, um, that want us to compromise our belief, our standards, our morals. Um, as being Christians, uh, you turn on the TV, you listen to the radio, you see the billboards, everything it seems is just designed for temptation and compromise. And you know, the thing about compromise is it can start real little like the foxes that spoil the vine. And you can start by one little decision, one little choice. And before you know it, that little choice ended up being another choice and another choice and you find yourself in situations and we've all been there where you're like how did i get here this is going totally against what i believe as a christian and so uh today we just have a short video cast for you brad and i are just going to talk about that mm -hmm. and um just about uh purposing in our heart i think that is a very strong a statement right there um you know i'm sure being in the military my husband was in the navy and i know as they go through boot camp and stuff that um there's things that they purpose in their heart for their god their country uh for their fellow brother that uh, they they will not uh leave no man behind correct mm -hmm. and there's certain things and so as christians we have to set ourselves. we have to purpose we have to take a stance and say you know what i will not compromise in these areas because i believe if we don't purpose that in our heart whenever those temptations or those opportunities arise then all of a sudden because we haven't purposed we find ourselves maybe not knowing what to do we find ourselves going ahead and giving in when we knew we shouldn't have so honey i want to ask you about that uh, what that means to you purposing in your heart because I know with your testimony um, <laughs> I, I love him <laughs> I just see him and he's so precious but um, I know with, <laughs> with your testimony um, you had said you came to Christ and you got radically saved and there was a transformation that occurred uh, you your mouth got cleaned up your um, old habits got cleaned up there was a transformation so you purposed in your heart mm -hmm. that you know what what christ did for me in the life that you used to live you decided he paid such an ultimate price 
I don't want to ever go back to that lifestyle because of what he did for me. I'm going to purpose in my heart that I'm living all out for Christ. So could you kind of just talk to us about what's on your heart about purposing in your heart? Yeah, I think a lot of what my beautiful wife is <laughs> looking towards is the, is that, you know, when we get saved, when we're really saved, there's there's going there's going to be a purpose in us to live differently, to to be more Christ-like, and that, then comes this theological word of sanctification, where we got to move towards being more like Christ. When I got saved, and I always seem to go back to that because that's the yeah. you know, that's the core of who I am. I you know I lived fully in the world, and then I got radically converted, and at that precise moment my eyes got open to the understanding that what what was before Christ and what shouldn't be after Christ. And I, I've struggled with this. I'm going to be honest with you. I've struggled with this. And in ministry, in a pastoral sense, preaching to people and ministering to people in church, because I've, I've always felt like, you know, um, people think I'm, I'm being hard or I'm being... Um, whatever, because right. because of how my life was changing, because I wasn't, I did, I didn't grow up in, you know, in any kind of a Christian atmosphere. When I got saved, there was this line of demarcation. It, it was just set in the in the, It was it, the line in, it was drawn in the sand. This is how you used to be. This is how you're not going to be. And I knew that Christ had changed me so much that I. That's why you know when I've dealt with people in ministry and I've tried right. to minister or pastor people and teach things that. I'm very much about, you know, really looking at your lifestyle because I, I believe that there, there is a, there's an obedience that we are supposed to begin to walk in when we come to Christ. There's, there's supposed to be something. We have been transformed from darkness into light. We're, there's supposed to be something different about us. People should see something different. I believe they should hear some different things come out of our mouth. I believe they, you know, should see our attitudes. They should see our behavior. All those things should change. And it's yes. not about, we don't work our way to being saved, but, you know, the, the fruit of our salvation shows itself in our behavior. Right. Right. So our behavior should show our belief. And if we've really come to Christ and have believed upon him, we should, we should show, show some kind of a change. And, right. and um, you know, I, was a, I, I had a really bad temper before I got saved. And when I came to the Lord, I mean, I, got, I had a bad temper right up until the moment I prayed. Because yeah. I was like throwing stuff in the walls and punching holes in the walls. I, I was under conviction, but I got saved. And what, did I become perfect? No, nobody is. But, yeah. man, I, start, I started to see these great changes. But I purposed in my heart. And the moment I came to Christ, I purposed in my heart that I wanted to live all out for God because of what Jesus did for me. Yes. And if that meant giving up these worldly things and, and leaving them behind, then I purposed in my heart, I was going to leave those things behind. Because I wanted to be... One thing that when I came to Jesus that was so life-altering to me is that, man, I know there's a lot of things that we, we aspire to be and do in life, but to me, there's nothing greater to aspire to to or be in life right. than to be the banner woman of God that God has fully called us to be. Right. And I don't think we can ever get there or move towards that if we don't start walking in obedience to his word and living as unto him as if our life has really been changed. And, and I've learned this, you know, we can go to one extreme, you go to the far right and what we call legalism, or we can go to the far left and what we call license. You know, we, we don't, 
where we just think that anything, now all we have to do is love Jesus and we can do anything we want to do. But there's a standard in the Word of God. There's a standard. We're supposed to purpose ourselves towards living that standard. It says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Um, there, there's, there's sweat involved in, in living for God. There, you, know, you, you, you strive daily. We strive and purpose daily to, to be more like Christ. That's the whole point of sanctification. He's moving us more into Christ's likeness. And God plays his role, but we play our role. That's why, you know, I, I just, I have to get up in the morning and I've got to spend time with the Lord first because I purpose in my heart. I want to be the man of God he's called me to be. And the only way to do that is to make sure that I'm spending time with him, that I'm, I'm drawing closer to him. And the closer that I draw to him, the farther away the yes. world gets, yes. the more I look like and try to, and more I become like Christ, never being him because no one will, but being more like him, right. the Bible says, and that's my purpose in life. My great purpose, I have purposed in my life, in my heart, to be more like Christ and to be, for my life to be pleasing to God. And, and, I, and I preach this to people and I tell this to people that when we live that way, when the world sees a definitive difference in our lives, then it starts to say to them, wow, this right. thing that Jesus has done in their life, there's really power there. Right. There's so much power there, but that that they're not even the same person they used to be. They don't talk like the rest of us. They don't, they don't laugh at some of the things that the rest of us laugh at. They don't, they don't watch and partake in some of the things that the rest of us do because, wow, I see something different. I see that Jesus really does change a life. And that's what I believe. That's why I, I, I purpose in my heart so that someone can maybe see my life yes. not being a perfect man. You know, none of us are, um, we're all fallible. God's the only one who's infallible. That's right. But we make mistakes, but yet they see a difference. That's right. And when they see that difference, because we've purposed in our heart to be different, I believe it shows them what Jesus can really do. And, and I don't think there's, there's one of the greatest things we can do in our lives is to show people that Jesus really has changed us. That is so awesome. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, you know, I was thinking about this. Um, as we're hearing somebody's car alarm go off. I hope it's not ours in Jesus' name. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about this, you know, like, like Brad just said, none of us are perfect. And I want to encourage you, you know, it's not about works. You know, salvation is um, faith alone in Christ. But like he said, there should be a transformation. There's a sanctification process that takes place where the Holy Spirit, he will start uh, revealing things to us. And I truly believe um, that sometimes he doesn't do it all at once because it could be almost overbearing. But little by little, he'll start convicting us. Um, maybe our speech, maybe gossip slander, maybe um, you have a sailor's mouth, <laughs> whatever it is where you start going, ooh, mm, that didn't set well with me, what I just said. And you can repent and you can ask the Holy Spirit, um, set a watch guard over my mouth, over the doors of my lips, like David had prayed in the Psalms. You could, you could ask the Lord to do that. And like Brad said, none of us are perfect. Um, we sit here, we're not pointing the finger there. You know, we are preaching to ourselves here. But in our walk with Christ, um, I love what he said. We have to purpose in our heart that today, Lord, I'm, 
I'm going to serve you with all of my heart, my soul, my mind. And if we mess up, you know what's so amazing about our God? If we repent, we ask the Lord to forgive us. It says that he forgives us and he chooses not to remember it anymore. That as far as the east is from the west, that's how far he throws it. So we don't have to have condemnation. It's not a beat down. But what we can do, we can truly repent. And repent means to turn from it. And we can ask the Lord to help us in those areas so that we can become more Christ-like. And you know, um, I had heard of this... <laughs> This minister, and this really is a true story, and, and I laugh because I always laugh, but he had, he had said that he had a problem embellishing stories and lying, basically lying, that's what it is, but he was a minister, it's like, what? But he said that um, he asked the Lord to help him, and so what... <laughs> One day he got done ministering and he was talking to all these people, these other ministers, I guess it was at a conference, and he was embellishing the story and the Holy Spirit just spoke to him and said, you asked me to help you, you were lying. And so after he got done with this 15 minute story, oh <laughs> he literally said, you know what, I need to apologize. Everything I just told you was a lie. <laughs> Could you... <laughs> Could you imagine the horror of their face? He said, because of looking at everyone's face and seeing their reaction, he said, it so convicted me that right then I repented and I never did that again. And this was someone who was a minister. Um, yes, as ministers were held to a higher standard, but he's a human. And um, in that area of his life, he had asked the Lord to help him. The Lord convicted him. He yielded to that. He obeyed it. He repented and he turned from it and didn't do it again. So wherever you are today, um, today it's a new day. God's mercies are renewed daily. You can just ask the Lord to forgive you. If there's areas in your life that there is bondage, you know, Jesus came to set the captives free. And I, I really believe it starts purposing in your heart. You already know those areas in your life. And you know what, if you mess up, you could just ask the Lord to forgive you and you can ask those around you to forgive you and say, you know what, I, I'm trying to do better in the strength of the Lord, not in my own flesh, because our flesh is weak, but he is strong. You know, the greater one lives inside of us and you can just turn from it, not making it a habitual lifestyle of sin, because as a Christian, we don't do that. But, but whatever those areas are, you can be set free from those. You can ask them to help you. And again, the key is purposing in your heart, yielding to the Holy Spirit's conviction, um, turning from that, repenting and turning from it. And you're going to see, you know, my husband always says that we should not be the same that we were a year ago. We should not be the same we were 10 years ago. And so there should be a gradual maturing. And it's the same with, with a child. If you see um, an infant, you expect an infant to cry. You expect an infant to need its parents for food, to change them, to um, do everything for them. But as that infant grows and becomes a child, becomes 10 years old, you would not expect a 10-year-old to still be in diapers. 
You would not expect a 10 year old to still cry and want mommy and daddy to spoon feed him. There should be um, a growth there. And so we wanna encourage you in your walk with Christ. Again, there's no condemnation, but if there are areas in your life, you know, you can ask the Holy Spirit to change you. You can say, I'm gonna purpose in my heart today that in this area, and you know something my husband always leads us into in our ministry is go to the word of God. If it is, whatever it is, you know what that area is. You can go to the word of God, get the word of God, the scriptures for it, stand on the word of God and just say, you know what? Um, starting today, this is what I'm going to go off. Kind of like we've talked about 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. So whenever fear tries to come to my life, um, that I, you know, wants me to operate in fear and my decisions and my reactions and my responses. I take that word of God and I say, wait a minute, I don't have a spirit of fear, but love power in a sound mind. And so I'm not going to give into that. I'm going to purpose in my heart. I'm not going to react or respond and walk in fear, but I'm going to walk in a well-balanced, sound, calm mind. Amen. So, you know, bringing all of it kind of to a close and pointing it, continue to pointing it in this direction of purposing in our hearts. Yes. I, I want to challenge anybody out there. We, we want to challenge you or encourage you, inspire yes. you in something. Yes. If you ever, we, yes. our, our, our worship leader is always, he makes a, a point. He goes, I love being, I love hearing you guys because you always bring something to me that convicts me. Conviction is a good thing. We don't want to we don't want to be people who don't want Holy Spirit conviction because we don't want to obey that That's because right. we want to keep being who we want to be. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not about who we want to no. be. We want to be who God wants us to be. That's right. So if you're out there, you know, and you you said, "Wow, they're talking about obedience." And understand something: obedience is the hallmark of being a Christian. That's right. How we obey God's word how we purpose in our heart to live according to the word of God. So if anything that's been said has brought conviction to you, allow that to penetrate your heart because that's what brings change. That's, right. that's when you begin to say, wow, something about me, something about uh, uh, the way that I act or the way that I react or things that I say or things that I do, I think there needs to be a change there. Well, then, right. then make those changes. And, and we're going to agree together with you that you're not going to be the same person a week from now that you are right now. That's, right. that's the way, that's what we purpose in our heart. We don't that's want right. to be, I don't want to finish out 2016 and be the same person I was when I started 2016. What a, what a waste of a year. If I, all I focused on was recreational things and having fun for myself, I want to make sure that every year gets finished out. I've grown in God. I've become more Christ-like. I'm more obedient to his word. I'm living more under the power of the Holy Spirit. I want my life and we want your life and to be, to be changed, to be yes. transformed. We're excited about the life you can have that all of us can have that's, that's much more fulfilling than even what we're living yes. right now. So our word to you today is purpose in your heart heart That's right. to live all out for God purpose in your yes. heart to live a life that pleases God so we just want to say goodbye to you for now we hope you have a blessed day bye have a blessed day God bless you guys it's all about Jesus bye
Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.